always hit always record. Hit, always hit record. Jesus, Hilton. Come on, man. Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody. Your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. 44 years old, and I have never been more filled with the Christmas spirit. The Nutcracker is in my soul. You is guys. it? It's, dude. Are you not normally filled with the spirit? Um, you know, I, you know, just the, the horse movie from 30 years ago. You remember Spirit, oh. Spirit, the animated horse movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah Just yeah. that one. But, but no, uh, mostly. Spirited away. Uh, right? that, uh, close. Very close. Very close. I, uh, with Nutcracker, we are like six shows in. We've got like seven to go. I don't know. Uh, Be there next weekend. You're coming? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I you said we were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, man. boy, I hope so. Yeah. No, it's it's fun though. Uh, you know, Tulsa Ballet, it's been a blast uh doing the show with them and um we've got so much merch to sell. So if Do you're you voluntarily listen to Christmas music. Come out. Ever? Uh, uh yeah, no, I'm like not, you turn it on. I don't just like Christmas no well a That's little, what I'm asking. A little. Maybe one or two, maybe three days in the holidays, but I like it when I hear it. Right, right, Incidental. Like, I've never been against Christmas music. I love it. Now, Hanukkah music. No, I'm just kidding. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Let's bring our guest in before we ask this question. Oh, well, there's a lot to the guest, because he's, you know... Right, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay, Mason Thatcher is with us. Welcome to the show. Proprietor? Owner? What's the preferred title? So I don't know. Cool. Uh, I mean, definitely, I don't like the the you know the connotation behind like club owner. Sure, sure, I sure. Some of them are tough. That's why I went uh, with proprietor. I like you know it. proprietor like it. feels uh, more uh, old school, fancy. Right? Yeah, old old world. Proprietor feels like you're owned and in, owning and involved in the operations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. yeah, proprietary. What about like an, a classic title like Lord? Lord of the Looney Bin Comedy Lord Club. Lord of the Looney Bin Comedy Club, Mason Thatcher. Yeah, I don't want to lord over anybody. Duke. That's true. It's Duke true. of the Comedy Duke. Club. Duke. In, I mean, I mean, I like Duke. I think that's, dope. I think yeah. that's great. Duke of the Club. And I guess co-Duke, technically, because you and John. Right, me and, me and maybe, John. Maybe he's the Lord, Lord and Duke. I would tell you when okay. John comes in the room, he's like the Lord. Yeah. I'm just the face, and I See? try to I try to be like kind of funny-ish, and I'm not funny. Ooh. And then he's serious. Funny-ish can work, though. Yeah, I'm funny-ish. <laughs> Or people just laugh at my jokes because, you know... I they feel like they have to. Because you're like, the one signing the checks. That's right. They have to lie to me. And I don't want people to feel like they have to lie to me, mm. but they do. The, well, no, it, uh, you're looking at it the wrong way. Here's the deal. The guy who signs his check, he's just always funny. That's just a fact. I just it's don't just know. Natural. I mean, I do notice that everybody <laughs> laughs at everything I say. And I'm like, I was purposely not trying to be funny. Yeah, like, that's that's funny. I just immediately thought of, like, uh, you know, everybody has to laugh at the guy cutting the checks. And I'm like, that's why we see a lot of, like, bosses all of a sudden, like, I think I can do stand-up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, and then yeah. they show up at the open mic and realize... Oh, I'm not actually funny. Oh, man. I mean, you know, one of our rules of having like someone as a manager, mm-hmm. you can't be a comedian. Oh, okay. Because yeah, you need them bad, involved in the business side. It's a bad business. Honestly, that's the smartest thing you could do, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, who wants some jack wagon up there telling knock knock jokes for 45 minutes just because he thinks he wants to be a comedian because he's running the place? Bill Rusk. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Taking spots, oh. taking hosting weeks and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, seen that if not booking his own headlining gigs <clears throat> johnson <laughs> yep, i yep, already yep. already have staff who are comedians who linger all the time just to try to get a spot or two of course they're like i'm here for a guest spot you know what's funny is i sometimes i'm like ah, maybe i'd get booked if i showed up <laughs> i would tell you this though <laughs> i promise i will never linger. i am shocked that more comedians don't hang out there because that would ha- that happens almost every weekend mm-hmm. they're hanging out and then a few minutes later Headliner's like, hey, uh, I'm going to give him five. Yeah. Nice. I'm like, have you seen two? 
No. <laughs> he's got he's got one. Yeah. <laughs> a tight one. And they all go like this. Well, he's getting five tonight. Yeah. Like, all right, let's do it. Give this. me a tight sixty. That's seconds. That that's also a confident headliner. He knows he can save it no matter what how derailed it gets. Yeah, we, we had we had one of our servers uh get five last night, Isaiah Blue. Yeah. And he killed it. And and so John and Dan, the headliner and feature, were in the back of the room. They're like, he's doing great. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this I'm, is amazing. It was actually, I felt good for him. He nice. came off. I, I said, dude, you killed it. He said, did I really? I said, ask the, ask the headliner. He liked it. I'll, I'll say I, Isaiah's been growing like a weed. He, he has been coming up very He's strong. also tall. He is also very tall, but just in terms of his... his 76 at, inches. I remember, remember <laughs> That's the what she said. That's a, joke. That's a joke. We can't forget to go back to the Christmas song. What? No, we can't. We can't. We, we might. No, we have to. <laughs> it was Hark Hear the Bells. Oh. Yeah. Carol That's, of the Bells is the name of that song. Hark Hear the Bells. Yeah. It's not called Hark Hear the Bells. I don't know. Hark the Herald Angels Sing is a different song. That's a good one, too, though. Carol of the Bells is what you're thinking. <laughs> oh, man. How you guys doing in Whamageddon? Do you guys play Whamageddon? Nah. You have to avoid um, uh, Wham's um, not wonderful Christmas time. What? Well, maybe. See, that's why I'm always going to win. I can't remember mm-hmm. the song. So I win. Huh. This yeah. year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I could not remember for save my life. No, um, I uh, I don't dislike that song. Eleanor loves that song actually. Last Christmas, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, she like her <laughs> right now, and be- I introduced her to another one of my favorite Christmas songs, which is "This Christmas" okay. by Donny Hathaway. You familiar with that one? Don't know it. I don't know uh, that one either. Huh? Hang around the mistletoe, man. This Christmas. You never heard that song? I feel like you've gotten me farther away from it. I'm what? glad I've never heard it at this point. I forgot two other songs. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I'm disappointed I'm hearing it now. I'm disappointed you're pulling it up on your phone. Also fair. Also fair. You, he ruined the holidays. <laughs> Just that that quick. Guys, now it's mean. <laughs> it's hurtful. No, I'm no not, it's hurtful. No, you pull it up. Go ahead. I see you. No, do you have a favorite Christmas song? Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, simple, classic, classic. <laughs> important classic. message about bullying. Yeah, it's exactly exactly what it is. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I and I support it. It's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the deal, though. A little bit of holiday bullying, I'm kind of here for it, because you could have fun with a little bit of holiday bullying. Look, here's the thing about games: reindeer games, human games. Uh-huh. You got to play to win. All right. If Rudolph sucks shit at the game, he's not getting picked. Yeah. <laughs> But but on the other hand, though, he he brings something valuable to the table. It's not always how you play. It's what you bring. And, and he's what got you can that see. Nose. And you can see a lot more. You play the game nose. at nighttime with Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. Night games. Yeah. I, I just like the full circle of it. I mean, how long ago was Rudolph created? Yeah. And, and it just shows you how far back that people have been assholes. <laughs> that's all it is. Like yeah, that never goes forever. away. Yeah. That like, is assholes are eternal. We've we've definitely learned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their opinions. Heyo, hey. Oh, that was good. Thank you. Thank you so I'm much. I'm actually looking up the the song, uh, the strange country Christmas. No, song Rudolph you sang song. To us a minute ago. Oh, to see when it. Uh, when... Yeah, was that country? That song you were singing? It, it was no, it's like a soul, like R and B style. You made oh, it, okay. Donny Hathaway. Yeah, I know because some twang. That's because I can't sing. That's what it is. You know I can. That's why you're a guitarist. Butthole. <laughs> so man, since you guys took over, how long ago did y'all take over the Looney Bins? Is it a year now? Year plus? No, I think no. We just hit eight months. Eight months. That's what it eight is. Eight months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And and the changes have been quick. I mean, in terms of the the upgrades, the paint, the you guys are building a green room now for the talent. It's just it's That's a lot dope. of growth there. You said quick. It's been slow. And I like that even more because so, yeah, that means for, for, it hasn't been quick enough for you. For us, I believe it's been slow. And, and the reason why it's been slow is because we didn't want to take away from actual comedy. We wanted to still be able to have shows every single weekend, shows during the week. And so we've been stuck in this process of like you have Sunday through Wednesday at yeah. noon to get done. Oh, sometimes we have Sunday shows, so it's Monday, Tuesday, half a day Wednesday. Yeah. And I went on this booking frenzy. And we had to get our floor done in the kitchen, right? And John calls me and goes, hey, can you do me a favor? I said, what's it? Because we stopped booking Sunday shows. We need to get this damn floor done. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I rescheduled one to get our floor done. And we did our floor for no other reason other than to be better for our staff in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good enough that's reason. Le- legit. So ten, <laughs> that's a pretty good reason. Ten actually. grand later, it makes us no money, but it's nicer and it's better and it's easily to be cleaned. And but it, you know what does make you more money? Happier employees. Yeah, and less turnover. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And 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 obviously, you know, an overrun the club thing sometimes. You know, food a, a business that has food service. There's going to be natural turnover. There's going to be sure. natural you know job changes, but. Anybody who would get frustrated by that stuff, by an extended cleaning process they have to deal with at night, by tripping over some crack in the floor. As know? someone who spent 15 years in kitchens, yeah, I can appreciate the the how much it was like pulling teeth to get any boss to do anything beneficial yeah. that didn't directly make money. Yeah. Right. I mean, and we're looking at a lot of other things. Obviously, so we did some painting. We uh, redid... Uh, some of the stuff in the kitchen. We've upgraded some appliances. Uh, we moved the front door, which um, from what it sounds like from previous GMs and the old owner, they were like, how did you make the decision to move the front door so quickly? Because it didn't work. Yeah. Like it did worked, you put but, it on the other side of oh, the yeah, box office? They go oh, yeah, straight to the box office. Oh, straight to the box office. Fucking finally. Like, right? Why, like, why yeah, wouldn't yeah. you do that? Yeah. Like, when we first, moved, when we first Money. walked in, That's I, why. I had it on my list, and I wrote down like 80 things. Like legit, and I yeah. should have brought it. You guys would be shocked of like just the little shit that needed to be fixed. Man. And the door was on there, and I had the door, and I was like, if we move the door, we can move at a green room. And so, like the where where our green room is now is not where we originally envisioned it. Okay, we had it four different places before we decided to put it where it's at. Um, like one cool vision was where the kind of the green room is now was walling that in. But then I was like, you know, we lose potential of like fifteen seats, seats to twenty seats there. Mm-hmm. Um, it could mess up with the exit. Can make it harder to exit. I don't like it. Then we looked at the other side of the room in the back, um, and then I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Like. How are they going to get in and get out without people seeing them? And then we mm-hmm. looked at doing it outside of the club. In addition, so behind the stage, there's a um, the old garage door. We were going to pop open that garage door, build something out there where the comedians would walk in onto the stage. Ooh! And so, which is a dope idea. And the other clubs that we have, we'll probably you know we'll probably do that with. There, it didn't make sense because one. The way the building is, like you have to drive around this whole creepy yeah. thing in the back. The whole yeah. strip mall. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like when word gets out, if you have a big name, do you have like a bunch of weirdos? One hundred percent. Or comics yeah. who want to meet their hero. Or both weirdo comics. Yeah. Weirdo yeah. comics out there trying to snap a picture when the guy's getting away mm-hmm. in his car. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> and there's a couple that I can think of that would do that. So, you know, I thought that that's a bad idea. And so we decided to take away from our lobby. 
Mm. And so that's it. And so that it caused us to close yeah. in the door, move the door, take away from our lobby. And man, I it, they're working on it right now as we speak, and I cannot be more excited about oh, it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's super that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And I saw the pic. You guys shared a pic on social media, and you guys have done a great job uh, talking about all the improvements and sharing them. And what I love is the very specific call to action language. Uh, the marketing folks know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That. If you haven't been in a while, come check us out. Just acknowledging, hey, man, things are different. You want to come look. Yeah. And And also just on a from a comedian level, like I don't think enough comedians think about the little tiny things that go to making a show better. Mm -hmm. You know, most comedians just think of their set and, and that's it. And that's fine for the most part. But like. You know, if you're running a show, especially if you're a comic and you're running a show and you're not taking into account the lighting in the room, the the way the room is shaped, where the stage is in reference to the seating, um, where the door is in reference to the box office, you know, all of those things, those little things that you take out the minor annoyance of having to go around from where the door is to the box office and it being confusing all of that leads to people enjoying themselves more. Yeah, right. All right. of it. Every right. single bit of it does. You know, one thing that we're going to add in the green room, which I think is amazing, and I'm, I'm just waiting on the lighting to come, is the big digital clocks so that you don't have to get lit by a flashlight. I love that. So it's going to be mm-hmm. on the stage so you can see the countdown, except mm. for open mic night. That'll be different. Yeah, sure. But then in the green room, you'll have it there too, so you don't have to poke out and hear the joke. and so You know, like... Oh my god! I got three minutes for the guy comes off. I got to go on. I got MCs doing this. Hey, if you hear him go into the shower bit, let me know because I got to get in there. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So we're gonna do that just to make it uh, just an overall better experience. And that's amazing. I've called. I've called probably a hundred different comics and said, "Hey, what's the big thing when you're looking at green room? What do you need?" Yeah, and it's insane. The bar is so low. And we're like, "Yeah, a clock." Yeah. yeah, like a clock. I heard a trash can. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't ever find the trash can. Need a trash can. I'm like, got it. Yeah, a, maybe a charging station yeah. or a plug where I can charge in my thing. I'm like, cool. Yeah. And then they're like, just some snacks. Yeah, yeah. That's... And I'm, I'm like, that's it. They're like, just snacks. What yeah. kind of snacks, dude? Just snacks. Whatever. I'm Something. like, how many snacks? I don't know. I want to just eat two or three bags of chips. Just some snacks. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, we'll yeah. do that. Yeah, it's amazing how low the bar has been set for sure. to take care of it's, a comic. It's yeah. it's rough. So you know, we I I definitely do what I can to go above and beyond to help comics that are in town that we have. They're our guests, man. Like we want to make sure they enjoy themselves. They want to come back. Um, the way I look at it is, they are the reason why people are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, exactly. now does the comp or does the the club itself have its own quote-unquote draw sure it yeah. does yeah but so is the comedian so why why you know why be stiffy or stinky to them when mm-hmm. when they're there bringing people in to have a good time so, absolutely yeah and and a lot of these um you know some of these things obviously building a green room is not cheap or or, or you know you know easy but you know having a some snacks handy is a kind of a small thing you can do and now that comic's feeling better he's going to perform better on stage and those people that become regulars, they become regulars because they see good shows. So it all leads to more business and maintaining and retaining business and well, customers. And retaining customers, you know, because it is a business, you get a comic that comes in, puts on a great show. The people then love that comic. Mm-hmm. That comic had a great time at your club, loved all the amenities. That person's like, I want to see that guy again. That guy's much more likely to come, come back. back. Yeah. A right. lot sooner. 
then you know, then you've got a regular customer that's like, all right, now I need to come see other people that are here. You yeah. know, it's a lot of little things that add up to have big results. Yeah. And this is you know? none of this is like smoke up your ass either. These are oh, all sure, the little yeah. things that we have been talking about since I started in 2010. Yeah. And it, the, all of those little things are so big in making comedy, a comedy show work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so thank you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, from a comic. Thank you. Yeah. It's yeah, been I mean, cool. And, you know, especially for a club like the Looney Bin that's got history in Tulsa, you know? Yeah, that's home. You know, and especially as competition's moving in, it's just great to see investment in it. So That's where we started, baby. Yeah, exactly. But It's the best comedy. That's where all the dick jokes started. (laughs) It's the best comedy club in Tulsa. Yeah. Goddamn right. Gotta throw that out there. Absolutely. I fucking love the still photos of pitch meeting. (laughs) Yeah, with the giant eyes. With the googly eyes. They're so fun. Uh, (laughs) Shall we talk trailers? Yeah, we've got some uh, real trailers about imaginary friends uh, today. uh, Did you like Drop Dead Fred? Do you remember that movie? Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I never saw it. Yeah, I know. That's the one with Phoebe Cates and, oh, what is his name? Uh, he has since passed. Oh no, he was in uh, uh, oh that British comedy troupe. What was his fucking name? You're uh, you're blown away, yeah. Rick Mayall is that his name? Rick, yeah, yep. yeah, huh? That's that's like a whole last thing. I didn't know he passed. Man, that's crazy. The I young ones. That's what I was thinking of. He was in the young ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the young show. ones was like a, a British sketch comedy troupe. Yep, Brit- British sketch show. That's him on the right, right there with a uh, four. Very um, <coughs> different roommates living in one place. Yeah, you had a punk, you had a mod, you had like a, a hippie, and then like kind of like a straight man, like a yuppie kind of guy, yuppie-ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never seen that one. Yeah, it was an old BBC show from like the late seventies, early eighties. No, oh. 80, 82, 84. It was okay, really short. Just eight, early eighties. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that short. Oh, I was, I was two years old. Mm. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, I definitely saw it in reruns way later. Yeah, Comedy Central had it for a minute. When yeah, I was like a teen. Yep. But. Um. Yeah, uh, so uh, if looks good, if looks super fun, I definitely want to take the kids to it. Yeah, but uh, it immediately made me think of Drop Dead Fred, and then it immediately made me think like, man, it would be fun to do like a raunchy late night adult imaginary friend movie. Have we had that? I don't know. Um, I feel like was Drop Dead Fred not uh, that kind of movie? Ted was kind of that. No, Ted. Drop okay. Dead Fred was allegedly a, a, a kids movie, but oh, there was okay. some pretty weird dark stuff in it. If you look back, yeah, as I can't an adult. remember uh, the the female character. Phoebe I can't remember Cates. how old she was in yeah. the movie, she, but it definitely had like an adult presence to it. Which so is one of the weird things in the movie creepy. is that even adult Phoebe Cates in the movie dresses like a child. She has like a very childlike haircut. She wears like Laura Ashley dresses mm. and just very much looks childlike. But she's like, I'm in my late 20s and I'm a, a professional. Yeah. <laughs> you never saw it. That's so wild to me. Yeah. No, I um, I don't know. Yeah, you're it's gonna, a good you time. You need to watch that this weekend. It's okay. a good time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, that's going to be my transition. I'm going to go from Nutcracker he to calls, Drop Dead Fred. Uh, he calls her mom the mega bitch. Well, you know, who hasn't called mom that? That was back whenever you could cuss in kids' movies. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Remember? It's, it's different rating now. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was, you, could, you could cuss and show boobies. That was how the 80s Well, the this was were. 91. They, they You couldn't do boobies, no boobies at that anymore. point. But they were like, yeah, you can still do some cusses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's the 90s. We're cool. Wait, protecting kids has been a long road. We're like, oh, what about this? Ooh, what about that? You know what I miss? Um, it's like you know what you don't. You know what you don't hear like 
now is like, hey, man, it's the 20s. <laughs> like people would be like, it's the 90s, man. Remember how often you would hear that? Like, yeah, I think it's people are happy to be there. No one's like, happy to be in 2023 right now. <laughs> that's they're like, what it is. Looking back, though, 90s like, Look, wasn't it's that. inflation. Yeah. Look, you can't afford to eat. Hey, it's down to 3.1%, though. We'll yeah. start seeing that pretty soon. That's well, and that's actually something that that that's kind of what brought me not to uh, dip too funny into into politics. But I was watching a weird comparison about how, uh, and I don't I don't follow economics a lot, but allegedly the economy is is on the upswing, but we don't hear it because there's not a lot of like talking about it. Here, well, I think a more accurate thing is that <clears throat> the unfortunate thing about the way that works a lot of the times is. When the economy starts to upswing, whenever it's on the upswing, like as far as numbers go on paper, yeah, we're not seeing it yet on our end as far as people just going to the store. So like we're seeing gas prices drop, yeah, but like the grocery store prices aren't dropping, you know, and we're not going to see them like drop necessarily, but they're not going to keep inflating at that rate that they were, and so it's not as noticeable. As it should be. I mean, three percent still means it's going up three percent like all the time, right? I don't. I, no, I'm, no, I'm no, no. It's like on the way. For, no, the way it works is it's <laughs> like your your average inflation for the for the year. So like last year it was around it it had gotten up to like five percent or something. I can't remember what it got up to, but now it has gone down to three point one percent, and two percent is like where they the average that they strive for. They want it to not get above 2% yeah. per year Now, what I, inflation. I, what I will say is you, you're right about the whole, like you, you can't see the difference yet. Mm-hmm. I went and had some Italian food last night with the family and some friends, mm-hmm. and it was like $100. Yeah. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It was in a strip mall, and you went up to the counter and you ordered it, and they gave it to you, and you sat down. So it was like a fast food Italian. Interesting. I was like, why is this $100? Yeah, right around the corner from here, too. I'm trying oh, to think Gambles? Gambles, yeah. It's like, first yeah. of all, I will say it was it's delicious. It's very, very good. It was delicious. They, they, they but I was like, good. why is it so expensive? Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they, it's really expensive whenever you don't, whenever you like only get the really, really good materials for give like, me, Give me they some make, of the bad materials to keep it. Hey, I would rather been at like $50, $55. Yeah, right. Well, well it, and like the weird thing is like, the 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 juxtaposition of the reality that like yeah gas is now like two thirty one yesterday yeah, yeah but your meal was a hundred bucks so yeah. it's like it the whole fucking thing is just a, it's a weird well, uh, I've got a hunch that we've never been paying what we should for meals because we've constantly been living in this world where wait staff is paid like two bucks and change plus tip yeah you right but like like so like and at the same time. We always hear that restaurant owners are scraping by, you know, mm-hmm. these razor thin margins of profit. So if you're making next to no profit and you have to pay people and your staff is being paid so little, doesn't that mean you're not charging enough? So I, I, would, Usually. I would say that there, there's some to that. I would also say, depending on where that server's at, I mean, they make way more than that with their tips, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah, but even yeah. like factoring out the tips for a minute. But like, like if you throw in like the whole staff, like we pay our staff great, but there are right. places that don't. And you start to think like, how can someone, you know, but I, I get it. I, I think that like raising prices is, is fair, but it has to be like a happy medium. Like for me, 
I want people to come have an enjoyable time. Yeah. And it not cost you 150 bucks. Well, cuz cuz your experience at Gambles and and I've been, you know, I go with my mom all the Gamble, time. Gambles is great. I it's love great it. Food. It the it's great food. Awesome. It's the best Italian food I've had, but I was like I didn't even pay attention. I just handed my card and I got and I got the receipt and I was like, "What in the world just happened?" Yeah, mom and I always end up dropping fifty bucks, you yeah, know, too, and, yeah. it, and it's 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 just and I know it's it's homemade, like you said, good ingredients or whatever, you know. I, I always see uh, the owner, uh, Hunters on 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 social, defending the prices and you know, sure, you know, assuming there's not something else going on, then okay, fine. So, but, but, can I give you? A, a, but I still feel what you're feeling. That sense of like, fuck, this is a lot. So it's got me wondering, like, have we just kind of been raised on, like, false information about what dining out costs? Well, and I think we've been raised on misinformation about how the dining out process should work. Because how it's worked is the owner, in order to cut costs, pays the server as little as humanly possible and then relies on the customer to supplement that income so that it's not coming from the owner. Right. Now... Does that just- so you so let's say you as the customer you go in and your bill is thirty bucks and you have to tip and you want to tip well so you're probably going to spend forty five you know whatever depending on how you tip you know so I gotta say you you tip really well <laughs> that was really good I fifteen bucks that's a fifty percent tip that was I, solid I dude. worked I worked in service <laughs> for a long fucking time I tip well uh, and. So, you know, the argument can be made like, okay, would you rather, you know, pay 30 plus tip and then end up paying whatever or just pay that flat rate, not have to pay a tip because the the wait staff has a better pay from the restaurant itself. Right. And it's just tied in and we stop doing the whole tip mentality like some of the restaurants now. Um, I don't know if any here are doing it, but I know in some of the bigger cities, they've just gotten rid of tips and they've upped the the price to include being able to pay the servers more. And people are still spending around the same amount, not too much more, because that tip isn't having to go in to supplement, you know, and it also doesn't give people the option of fucking over their servers. Yeah, for sure. And I, I really think like I agree with that. It, and, but like you said, it's finding a middle ground. It's how to make it work for everybody, and, and you have to stop boring people with math, which I think is the big problem. The see, end of a meal, especially you have to on do a math. comedy show. But I, I, for hundred percent, yeah, because their their brains already fried from laughing. So I meant much. on this comedy show. Oh wow, here's here's the one thing I'll say that it's crazy about tipping. So I, I'm a tipper. I was in the service industry for a while. I you know I, I, I waited tables and all that good stuff. So I, I, I get it. I am tired of going to the store. Any store, you name it, and then they turn around. And there's an option for a tip. Why does QT have an option for option for a tip? QT does. I, I'm just wow. I'm, I'm just bullshitting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there, I've been gas stations that are like, hey, you want a tip, and like they see it, and yeah. it, they, they all have this move down. They go, hey, it's gonna ask you a couple questions, <laughs> and then they show it to you, and you're like, I'm not tipping you, yeah, because I bought my dog food. See, and that's another thing that would be eliminated if you just got rid of having to rely on the customer to supplement the income of the staff. I wonder if some of those, and I'm sure some are put in on purpose, but I wonder if some of those, if not, if 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 credit card and, and transaction machines and applications don't often have the tips page built in. Oh no, it's 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 definitely something automated. It's automated right? for sure that that's built in that way. But it's just it's just the way where they just like hand you something and go. 
It's going to yeah. ask you a yeah. couple questions. And, 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 and imagine how much that server wants to never have to do that to somebody. Well, yeah. I'm not even talking about servers. Or, or, or that's what yeah. I mean. The counter person, whoever's having to do it, they're like, fuck, I hate this shit. Why, like, why should I I wish I just got paid better. Petco. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like pet, why is there a tip option at Petco? Why can't the Petco person just make $15 an hour? Right. Like, the, yeah, they, they that shouldn't even be. The, and if it is an automated feature on their credit card machine, why is it? Because why you? That's a simple thing right there that's making that process less pleasant for everyone involved. And the next time you need pet food, you might just drive a mile down the road and go to PetSmart instead. No, I, you're going to order it online, and that's why retail online, yeah. is yeah. dead. Sure, yeah. that's why retail exactly. is. Dying. I think what it does, it also builds this culture where everyone's like, "Oh, I shouldn't be tipping all the time," which is wrong. You you should tip people if they yeah. do good service. Like it's it's not that you it's that you shouldn't have to. Right. You they like you shouldn't have to tip somebody in order for them to make a living wage. Right. So I'll tell you this. If we go out to a really nice meal and I'm like, man, this is exceptional. Mm-hmm. I want to tip the chef. Like mm-hmm. who made my food? Yeah. Can we send, That's those, why so many can restaurants we send do those guys a couple of 20 tip, bucks a piece outs. or something? Yeah. I know, and do. I know they do tip outs and, mm-hmm. and, and and that's great. And it's still not enough. And it's best to say it's still, you know, like with us. And so I'll just spill the beans here. Our cooks were paid a different wage and then they got a tip out. Oh, okay. And so... I was like, no, why don't we just give them a raise? Exactly. And eliminate yeah. the tip, like eliminate that part. Now, we do tip out for bartender and things like that. But yeah. as far as the cooks, they don't have why to be should a cook out have to be expected to make a, a few extra dollars an hour or whatever it may be based on how many people in the room and the service of the other servers, yeah. right? So, you know, it's the first thing I noticed that we had the old GM and I said, hey, listen, I want to change it. Well, it's going to cost you more money. I know. Yeah. I want to change it. Yeah. Well, if you do the math long term, I know I want to give them more money. Yeah. And oh, okay. And it was like this almost like battle back and forth for like two weeks. And finally, I was like, just do it. Yeah. It's done. I've made the decision. Let's pay them more money. Well, you're paying them more dollars. I understand that. <laughs> just handle it. Yeah. 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 You guys came in and did a thing, which I'm I'm seeing in more and more places when new blood comes into an industry or into a, a, a corner of an industry. And they they stop doing things the same old way. And you've got to be willing sometimes to accept the idea of just coming at something in a new way. And and just because you've always done it that way is not the answer. Or even if you're not the one innovating, take maybe some of those ideas that people just keep saying won't work, won't work, won't work, and actually fucking try. Actually try. That's the thing. And that's where a lot of people get hung up. That's so funny. I've, I've had a few people be like, hey, so I ran this by the owners. What do you think? I'm like, yeah, let's try it. And they're like, wait, what? Huh? I'm like, yeah, let's try it. Uh, uh, you know, it's even even we're talking about Dan earlier. He talked about because he worked there for a long time. Mm-hmm. He talked about sure, moving yeah. the door, and he was like, "So you just made the decision to move the door, and you moved the door." And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You know how many times we fought for six months about the door, and then it never happened." And I just started laughing. I was like, "Well, move the damn it's door." It's not the way it should yeah. work. It's a door, exactly. you know. And and that's one of those things that I didn't realize how ingrained it was in me to. Uh, not have things operate that way. In, in uh, my, my day job, I work for a cannabis company, and the owners of that company, it was the first time I'd ever worked for anybody where I came to them and I was like, hey, I have an idea. This is my idea. And they were like, great, let's try it. Let's do that. That sounds great. Yeah. And like they've implemented so many of my creative ideas in the company that they still use to this day. And even little things where I'm like, 
hey, you know what would really make cleanup at the end of the day better is uh, if we had one of those stand-up dustpans that you don't have to bend over to use because uh, I'm old, fat, and have a bad spine. And he was like, oh, cool, I'll order it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, you know... It's... I wouldn't have been able to do that at another job. Ask for a fucking dustpan and have them be like, uh, no, you got a dustpan right there. Like, how insane uh, is that? So, like, same thing in ours, our show it's lobby. very... We had we had we have carpet, mm-hmm. carpet, and they had a dustpan, tall and a broom, and a broom, and they're they're doing it. And I'm like, why is it taking you so long to clean this place up? And then I'm like, oh my god, there's no vacuum. So I made a comment to again, a G, one of the GMs we've had since we've mm-hmm. owned it, and they were like, those are two hundred dollars, and we need two or three. Go get them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but we're trying to save money. No, y- you are, and for what reason? Like yeah. I'm gonna go get so we went. I, I literally went to the store and I was like, I got one, and I was yeah. like, well, shit, they don't have two of them, so I just grabbed one. I brought it over, it's like charge it. Then it, so now they're multi multi yeah. looking color, but who cares? Yeah, they look great. They yeah. should just take stickers from all the comics that come in and stick them on there because that would be cool. Oh hell yeah, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I was shocked at like a couple six hundred dollars. Yeah, literally affects these people's. Lives they can clean up fifteen minutes faster. Yep, and they have better attitudes. In They're more shows, ready to go to work. They're home sooner, yeah. and they clean. So in between shows, they get fifty. It's literally fifteen minutes faster. Mm-hmm. After the end of the night, it's fifteen minutes faster. Yeah, they're getting thirty minutes back of their day. And I'm like, what else can we do? Yeah. That's like different. It, but again, I think those are just like basic things that people should do. But anyway, yep, well, it's and, tough, isn't it? Let's oh, get yeah. back to the show, eh? Well, If was a great trailer. And then the other <laughs> one that we watched today was called The Bricklayer. And that what I good, loved about good this... Good stuff, though. Very uh, good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Bricklayer oh, is another yeah. one in this new genre of movie, which I'm I, calling... I, what did the hired killer do for a side job? Oh, see, I wrote down a, a, a series of occupation-based action movies. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote down a couple of uh, maybe future ideas. Uh, like, So we first we had the beekeeper. We had the beekeeper. Now we have the bricklayer. The bricklayer. Uh, next will be the milkman. The milkman. Uh, the stock boy. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, the, the HVAC guy. The the accounts receivable rep. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I fucking mean, people up with staplers and manila envelopes. And... My, my problem is like all these movies are coming out. Are these CIA guys, like, guys, this, are they that badass? Like, am I working with somebody right now no. who's like, I'm the bartender? Yeah. And he's gonna, like, yeah. fuck me up with a, a, a fucking glass with in a in a beer bottle? The most intense martial arts you've ever seen. Like, yeah. some normal ass looking old dude starts just beating on everybody. That's just Two Face. Using it's, everything around him as like weapons or yeah. whatever, like like uh, like a like a Jackie Chan. Movie I think or that's something. why these things are happening. Is they're like, hmm, what's a weird fun weapon we can give them? Uh, bees. Oh, this is one hundred percent. This script started with a guy saying, "What can I, just, I do with?" Uh, I want with, no. He's like, "I want to hit people with bricks." No, yeah. I, I think I think it's worse than that. I think I think the guy writing it, his wife comes to him and goes, "Hey, listen." My brother Joe feels like shit because he's just laying bricks. <laughs> and, you know, he's just depressed. He feels really unseen. Like, jo- Joe's like, there's not been a bricklayer movie. Um, Representation matters. He wants to kill himself. But, you know, when he's laying bricks in his headphones, he's a badass CIA agent. Like, he'd be fighting people, okay? Can you can you help him out? Can you change it? I like that idea. This entire movie was just the, the writer's brother-in-law was feeling down about his job. It's it. <laughs> I wonder, does this have... Uh, I'm going to look up the beekeeper and see if there's any like tie-in. Like, Are these in the same universe? Like, Who made these movies? 
How long ago? Oh, 20. The beekeeper hasn't even come out yet. Oh, no, that's not like next month. Yeah, it's just, it's about to come out. So all these movies that are coming out like this, they might as well just use Jason Stam or, you know, Liam Neeson. Like, that's really, Liam Neeson should just play in all of them. He's the other one I was thinking of, because didn't he have the one where he was like the marshal, and it turned out he was, I mean, I guess marshal's law enforcement. Honestly, at this point, I think, like, you have to retire Liam Neeson, just because the man is elderly, and his body can't do high kicks no more. (laughs) At some point, physically. Meanwhile, John uh, Keanu Reeves is making John Wick 25, so. I actually like the John Wick. uh, Those are great. Oh, yeah. Because I wear wear a suit all the time, so, so, you know, that's funny why we're watching that in the bricklayer it made me think of john wick just because he's like dressed really nice yeah and sometimes i'm dressed nice and i'm walking around the mall and i have my headphones in and i'm like imagining some dude just coming at me and i'm hitting some karate shit like mm-hmm. kick and like pulling out ars and just going you're like oh what's that in my cool inside pocket a ninja star <laughs> that's yeah. gonna be me tonight when i'm when i'm in uh suit and tie tonight carrying the empty merch boxes out to the dumpster at the tulsa pac in between yeah. nutcracker performances you're if someone tries to up? fuck with me man i'll be ready i'm beat him with a box and you're gonna put him in it hit him with my name tag you're gonna give you the worst cardboard paper cut you've ever had in your life gonna have a side your point shoe in your back <laughs> yeah. i got him he sliced his throat with cardboard. It was the gnarliest shit I've ever seen. They're going to say Hilton Price is the marketing manager. <laughs> <laughs> what was the movie? That girl reminds me of the girl from. Uh, Looking on, it's not going to help. Uh, Laws of what was the Laws of Attraction? Law and Order? No, not that movie. What was the movie with uh, Bob Law? Uh huh. With uh, 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 Vanderbeek and. Um, um, Rules of Attraction. Rules of Attraction. And her name was Shannon Sossaman. Whatever happened to her? I've never heard of her. So are you sure it's a person who lived? Yeah, that actress. She was in a bunch of stuff in like the early 2000s. Huh. Never seen her. Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's uh, let's pull up the uh, the old... uh Oh, she's in a lot of stuff. Night's a Tale, Tale. Forty yeah. Days and Forty Nights. The Night's Tale is a great movie. Yeah, that's uh, Heath Ledger, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, with Sammy Wrist Jackson. Cutters. Uh, no, that's no, no. Kiss Kiss. Oh, bang. I'm thinking of Long Kiss Good Night. Yeah, Kiss Kiss right. Bang Bang was uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a list of a ton of movies I've never seen before. Same if here. you've never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, that's actually a really good movie. So what's the cyclist? Is that another like solid question? Like, badass, That's probably like a, let's hurt somebody, go down. Like there, it's a badass, <laughs> oh, like not girl, even a, a link. Yeah. Oh, short film. Oh wow, yeah. the cyclist. He beat you with his seat. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking banana seated Schwinn. It is. Look, it is just like that. He is hitting you with his lock off of his bike. Wow. Interesting. This oh, this might Whoa. not be it. I'm not sure. No, nope, eighty nine. No, yeah. it was 2012. Okay, yeah. Is it is it not this one? 87. Nah, that's an Iranian sports drama film. That's Tight. <laughs> All right. This is a surprising Everybody loves a good Iranian sports drama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, who, who doesn't watch an Iranian sports drama? Um, this movie looks bad. It. I mean, it looks like an action. It looks like a movie my mother would love. I just, like, there hasn't been, I don't think, an action movie besides maybe uh, John Wick. Yeah. That I can remember that has been compelling and made me like, I want to see that. I honestly thought it was a joke. 
Oh yeah, sure. when it came it out, almost I was, I feels was like, like it has to be satire. I I really did. I was like, this is gonna be funny, and I'm waiting for like <laughs> I'm waiting for one of the weigh-ins to pop out. You know, Fucking I'm Two Face is about to crack some yeah. jokes. Yeah, no, no, they're they're going serious. But it was it was the real thing. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, and I didn't see when's this one even coming out. I I I, w- I had already tuned out uh, so much of this trailer. Oh, for sure, sometime in 2024. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's falling. I mean, this it's is not great. even that much of a reach. It's like. Yeah, man, like a brick's a pretty good weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing where he's like, I just like hitting them with a brick it's and, like, well, and yeah, slicing sure. people's throats with the fucking. What was the name that? of the movie Arnold Schwarzenegger was in when he was like the computer nerd guy? Eraser? Or no? That, I know what you're talking about. Is that like about. one of the first ones where like, here's the CIA agent who is. Oh, True Lies, right? True Lies, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the idea up, that the double life, the secret life. It was I have the, to say the idea of a man that large being a computer salesman, just I just couldn't get it. I love yeah. the idea. They tried to do that with The Rock in, uh, uh, what was it, like Skyscraper? Yeah. And like... That I that's exactly what I thought too, because my brain immediately is like not just buying him as a computer guy, but like just buying him as being someone who has a normal person job. You're like, there's no way that guy like works at the gas station or you know what I mean? Like yeah. that guy doesn't fucking work at Costco. Well, and they never do the easy thing, which would be to include one quick exchange. All as you to need, why they're a monster. You just need one person to be like Damn, you're big. And have him go, yep, always loved bodybuilding. Move on. I used to be a bodybuilder. There you go. That was a beautiful Arnold, by Thank the way. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. I was impressed. Thank I thought you. we had a second guest for a minute. All we do with I'm nope, here nope, to die. Nope, 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 lost it. Lost, lost it. it. Yeah. Fuck. Nope, sorry. <laughs> it's like me trying to do any accent. Get in the chopper. Yeah. Okay, it's back. It's back. It's good. It's, it's good. a good one. He did say he'd be back. He did say that. Bricklayer looks bad. If looks good. Fucking nailed that one. You really did. <laughs> oh, man. I did find a fun list I want to t- talk to you guys about. Uh, let me see if I can find that again. Uh, maybe. Not not Doja Cat. Here we go. Ten movies that are essential to understanding the 2000s. Okay. Here we go. Question one is, do we want to understand the 2000s? <laughs> or do we want to kind of forget? I thought they were great. Yeah. I mean, oh, wait. We're not allowed to forget. We're not allowed to forget. Uh, first one, The Dark Knight. Um, speaking of Aaron Eckhart and his Two Face, mm-hmm. um, good movie. I, I don't know that I needed to understand the two thousands. I could need it to understand why we miss Heath Ledger. Is there explanation as to why we need these? I mean, there are probably. Uh, regarded as cultural oh. phenomenon, one of the most quoted characters of the decade. Yeah. Okay, that's I, it. That's I mean, it. that's really it. So, I mean, everyone knows. I mean, so essentially, what we're talking about is a list of. 10 of the what they consider the best, the best movies, movies of, the of the 2000s. So when you're talking to, to, to fellas like us and we have references, they come from these movies. So yeah. they're like, hey, you want to understand your dad? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen yeah. to this. You yeah. want to know where that thing your dad says all the time came from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably number nine. Yeah, it's it's uh, it sure is. Anchorman, <laughs> the legend of Ron Burgundy. So I quote Every that time movie. your dad says that escalated quickly. <laughs> yes. Yep. Or I love Wells Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> or really just any negative opinion of San Diego. Frankly. Listen, I cannot hear anyone say 60% without me saying 60% of the time works every time. My favorite was like, I love lamp. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just naming things in the room and saying you love <laughs> See, them? See, this is why you have to watch the movie That's to right. understand. The there you go. Okay, I'm That's starting there. to get it. We're starting there. to get it. Next is Shrek. Okay. Wow, okay. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. What I love about Shrek, and I've actually still never seen any of them, 
But what I love about it. its ubiquitous in, is ubiquitousness in culture is how much people see it as the defining example of a movie that works on two levels with the kid le- jokes and the adult jokes. It was I I think it was when they turned the corner uh, and started like really trying to make family movies enjoyable for both parts of the family, the children and the adults. Yeah. We're like there's going to be some jokes in here that your kids aren't going to get, but you're going to fucking love them. Yeah. Shrek was a good movie. Yeah. And now it's kind of come full circle where, like, the kids who liked that movie when it first came out, like, for example, our friend Stephen Castillo, Mm -hmm. who goes on to put Shrek references into SNL sketches. And, you know, so, yeah, it's now being uh, like a a thing that you make uh, cultural jokes about. I was really uh, rewatching Stephen's uh, skit from SNL about Weezer. That's a with fucking Matt Damon. So good. such a good one. It's so good. Oh, when I found out he wrote that, I was like, "I'm so fucking proud." Right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know why. It's just our friend. But I was yeah. just like, "Hell yeah, high five!" That one was written by one we know, and Mom- at least co-written. Mamma Mia in the seventh spot. Have you guys seen this one? This is a remake, right? Is it a remake? I don't know. I mean, it's. The Apple Why do movie. I feel like Mamma Mia was like a 70s thing? Oh, I don't think so. I've never seen it, nor isn't have I heard it, of it. Isn't it? It's just a love story set to the music of ABBA. It's a, it's a My Three Dads kind of thing. But was in two... Okay, so the song Mamma Mia is not from 2008, though, right? No. None of the music is. It's all old ABBA stuff. Okay, so that's why I feel like it had to have been a remake, because yeah. I'm like, those songs are old as shit. Which, I, I mean, I don't feel like I hear a lot of people quoting that movie. No. I mean, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that song see? I hear yeah. all the time. I feel like that song's referenced a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Mean Girls. For sure. Which I get I, it. I only saw Mean Girls like two weeks ago for the first time. Still haven't seen it. You still haven't seen it? Mason, no. you ever seen Mean Girls? It, is this where like one of the uh, one of the girls dies, maybe? No, no that's Jawbreaker. That's... Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Jawbreaker. That movie fucking okay, rules. Yeah. So I, I do know that like a lot of women I know reference Mean Girls a lot. Oh, yeah. for sure. Um, that's what really clinched it for me was I kept encountering people who would quote like on Wednesdays we wear pink or yeah. talk about the burn book. And it, it's really just about like high school cliques and, and, and gossip. I think maybe I didn't watch it because I wasn't in any clicks in high school, and oh. I probably wasn't quite cool enough, and it probably would have pissed me off. And yeah. like, I still suck. You're like, look at all these popular. I was in co- I was in college during this time, so I was kind of living uh, mean ass people uh, uh, bothering me during mm. that time. So I didn't need to watch the movie. Yeah, I think I think it's probably one of the things that kept me from it for so long. Is why would I want to watch a movie about these people? I had to. Two thousand four. I was in an emo yeah. band. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's yep. fun. Yeah. But no, sure was. Very funny. If you like any of the writing by Tina Fey, I, I definitely recommend it. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's the part that does, uh, uh, I think. Tina Fey wrote it? Yeah, yeah. it gives it a lot of oh, laugh. That's it. why a lot it. of the, the jokes, I think, were good. I got to watch it. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. I, I'm uh, a I big fan it. of Tina Fey. Yeah, mm-hmm. same here. I'm I like, have a crush on her. Dude, big same. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Like, that's like, she's super cute. Yeah, she's attractive. Very mm-hmm. attractive. Well, I don't know how old she is. How old is she? Fifty, something like that. Yeah. yeah, I'll look it up. Cool. Meanwhile, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I, and listen, obviously, J.K. Rowling has made some large missteps in recent years. Fifty-three. 
53 is Tina? Great. May 18th, 1970. Look at Call that. Me, call birthday Tina. neighbors with Becky. Call me Tina. Call Mason Tina. Call me I'll Tina. leave my family. Let's go. Oh, I thought you were telling us to call you Tina. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that too. Tina, have you seen Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? <laughs> now, this is one where I have managed to dodge this franchise entirely. See, and I'm, uh, you know, obviously, uh, J.K. Rowling is is a, f- a fool, you know, and, and and made some very easy to avoid errors. But the Harry Potter series is hard to beat in terms of the good things there. Now, there's definitely some issues of representation. Yeah, we don't need to touch on J.K. Rowling and why she sucks shit. Yeah, but 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 the story of you know magic and wonder for you know a new generation. You know what I will I say? I can't hate it. I am intrigued about the game. Quidditch? No, no, no. The the PS4 or the the, oh, the uh, Hogwarts, Hogwarts oh, Legacy. The video game. Yeah, yeah, the video game. No. Yeah. I'm a little bit intrigued as to how and what what what's that like? Yeah. Is it like action adventure style or is it like RPG style? What it, what's that about? It's an open world. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, with lots of missions and quests uh, across mm-hmm. the land to follow. Spider-Man, Ghost so. of Tsushima, and all those yeah. in that realm. Yeah. Those are my favorites. I, I love that. I love the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. yeah. All of them. All of them. Now, as far as uh, um, you have to tell me what she did offline, because I don't follow that. I, like, completely separate That's movies fine. and yeah. directors and actors. No, I get that. Because I don't want to ruin it, right? That's something um, we talk about a lot is separating yeah. art from the artist. And- yeah. Yeah, because, like, their personal lives are personal life. I'm sure that, you know what I mean? For me personally, I'm like, I just like it. It's film. It was great magic. Funny thing is, my mother-in-law, we got in this conversation of Harry Potter, and like she was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like witches and stuff. And this is when, you know, we talked about I met my wife, started dating like 0809, and it somehow came up where she wasn't allowed to talk about Harry Potter mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. A lot of kids. And it made me, it just made it's me laugh. Because like mm-hmm. in 2001, I'm sure my wife was 18. And her mom's like, don't you talk about Harry Potter. Yep. You're going to go to hell. Um, or you're going to bring demon, demons in this house. Yep. But I thought it was I thought it was great. I didn't see or feel any demons. I didn't feel like it was any witchcraft. And if it was, they were very good spells. So it was great. <laughs> I don't need none of y'all bringing that Beelzebub bullshit in my house. <laughs> she wouldn't even say that word. Oh, no, I know. I, I right as I said it, I was like, I couldn't say. She cr- wouldn't say a swear. I couldn't say frickin'. You couldn't? Oh, wow. No. Dang. No, not even a suggestion. Quick, quick, you know what, quick. though? I honestly kind of get that because, like, like I, I'm almost like, I would rather hear my kids say fuck. It's like, because I know what you meant. You're, you're saying it anyway without yeah. saying it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're using yeah. A, a replacement. So, quick sidebar. So, I've been with my wife for a while, and my mother in law have never seen me in shorts or smoking a cigarette. Well, I have some tattoos, right? Mm. And so, like, she was just thinking I'm this good, wholesome young man that's kind and sweet, which I am. And then she sees me go to family reunion. We can I'm, be both. I'm outside of the hotel and I'm smoking a cigarette. And I'm talking to like her, her, her brother, and I'm cussing like a sailor. Her mom comes up to me. She goes, "I didn't know that you smoked." Uh-huh. I said, "I do. I, I don't anymore." But the time I was like, "I do." She goes, "Is that a tattoo?" And I said, "It is. It looks aggressive. It's a uh-huh. skull." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> And then I was like, I looked at my wife because we were just dating. I was like, well, she's not going to let you marry me now. It looks it's over. aggressive. I love that. I, it looks well, aggressive. And it's Your a tattoo. skull, so it's it's not aggressive. He's dead. Like he can't hurt you. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's, he's got vampire teeth. I mean, I'll have to show you. It's it is a little. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. 
It's aggressive. I got All it done right. in a buddy of mine's kitchen, so yeah. that was aggressive. Man, my skull was done in a living room. It, I want to say huh. it was. I don't want to say it was like illegal during that time. I don't think Mine it was. was. I don't. You know, <laughs> I'm sure the statute of limitations has is run it, out on this tattoo. I mean, I hope mine has. <laughs> yeah. Next on the list in the fourth spot, Brokeback Mountain. I do. You, I. I don't. I don't know. I. I mean, I guess just to like, I can't quit you. That's in the zeitgeist. Okay, you're right. Yeah. That's absolutely in the zeitgeist now. That makes sense. Because I just thought it was like, look, we're okay with gay people now. But really? Well, and it also, it also just became a real uh, shit, like, low bar, easy, like, way to call someone gay. Yeah. You know? So I'm smiling because that is, that's not a lie. I mean, in my, no, it was, in my, yeah. so as a yeah. fraternity around this time, you know, about to graduate college and the movie came out, I still haven't seen it. But like all the references would be like you'd be sitting there doing something, something lame, and they'd be like, "You're sure acting like a broke back mountain right now." I'm like, "What right? is?" It? And I hadn't seen it. I was like, "What does that mean?" The whole you time old I'm like, "Broke back bitch." I'm yeah. like, "What does that mean?" And then like I look it up one day, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's got two powerhouse." Yeah. God, what is this movie about? <laughs> and then I didn't. I just didn't get an opportunity to it's watch a good it. Movie. Movie. Yeah, it's good, but you get to see Anne Hathaway's. Book. You do get to see Anne Hathaway's boobs. Yeah. And um, Michelle, what's her name? Michelle not Williams. Rodriguez. Williams. Michelle Williams. She's in it. She's great. So, and these two guys are together, right? Relationship? Yeah. They're, no, mm-hmm. well, yeah, secret relationship. Yeah, they, yeah. they have a secret relationship. So it's um, set during like the late 1800s or something or early no, 1900s? No, it's like the 60s. 60s? They drive oh, trucks. It? Oh, yeah, they do drive trucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they're both married. You know, they, 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 like they go to the as ranch hands. And <laughs> they like go to the fucking uh, uh, hoedown or like yeah. the fucking honky tonk. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's more or less. I'm going um, I'm, I'm to put it on my list to watch it. It's a good movie. It, it, it's yeah. just a bummer that it did become that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that people just used it as a cheap way to make gay jokes. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, there, there's. There's nothing gayer than going with your buddies hunting, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you hang out. You're alone for three, four days. Yeah. Hiding, playing hide and seek. You're, 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 I'm t- listen, I'm you a hunt. You all get I dressed hunt. up. I hunt. You're dressed up. You're wearing Som- a costume. Sometimes, sometimes you put on makeup. You have accessories. <laughs> a little bit of sex. Um, you, sometimes, because it, it, I hunt, this is true, mm-hmm. you get in a, um, a coffin blind. Mm-hmm. Maybe you forgot one. Yep. So you're in there together. It's Some, nice and warm. Mm-hmm. You're getting drunk together. You're hanging out. Every once yeah. in a while, you just start hunting a butt. You, 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 you got you got a little fire there. You're starting to tell some of your deepest, darkest secrets. It gets a little... Hilton, is that how you found out? This is literally how it started. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I, 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 I just thought I was hunting. Yeah. That's so that's so funny. The last time... <laughs> the, and I'm always saying because the last time I, I went hunting with a buddy of mine, we're sitting around the fire. It's, we're four days in, and we're laughing. And he looks at me. I look at him. We're eye to eye. It's serious. You know, and I'm like, and I'm having such a good time with him. Yeah. And he goes like this. He goes, are we gay? <laughs> and I was like, this almost. Is I said, if this is gay, it's fine. Because I can't go four days with my wife 24-7 without arguing. Like, maybe maybe this is where we're at. And he's like, spot on. And it was just so funny. That's it is kind of ironic uh, when you stop and think about how many very blatantly homoerotic activities are done by homophobic people. Uh, yeah. Like I remember being in Wichita and uh, uh, it was when I featured for Sam talent and me and him and Donnie, the other guy, we went to uh, a hat shop called hat man jacks. Okay. Cause I was like, I want to, I was like, I kind of want to look for a hat. Like we were just going around doing shit that day. And, uh, they were like, cool, let's go. And they're, you know, obviously hat man jacks, you got to check it out. Anyway, 
while we're in there, I mean, it's like mostly cowboy hats, but they have like a, a lot of different hats. Like I got a, a cadet cap, you mm-hmm. know, those style, oh, like yeah, a yeah, those are great. Fidel Castro style. Um, Whoa. Uh, you know, my <laughs> idol. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I had a long beard at one point and I, there was a picture of me that was a side profile and with a beard and that hat on, I was like, Ooh, look at That's young scary. Fidel. Um, anyways, while we're in there, in walks this guy who is, the only way to describe it is he's wearing a cowboy costume because it's not just that he has on like jeans, boots, and a cowboy hat. This man has on the tightest fucking jeans I've ever seen in my life. He's got the biggest belt buckle I've ever seen in my life. He's got the denim button up shirt with a leather vest over it with a full leather, uh, not like brown or black leather but like the white cow leather wow duster and the fucking longest heels i've ever seen on a cowboy boot in my life the only parallel there was is the stiletto version of cowboy boots amazing and i'm like this guy there's no way he's not the most homophobic person in wichita but boy can he strut in some heels <laughs> He didn't realize he was he was setting a fashion icon moment. I mean, there was not a chance he was going to roll an ankle in those things. He was practiced. Oh wow, that's great! Like Ron DeSantis level comfort in high heels. <laughs> yeah. Got him. <laughs> uh, we'll buzz through the rest of the list. Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. I in the third get it. Spot of there course. There can be yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Devil wears Prada. I uh, almost said there could be only one. That's not that's Lord not of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's Highlander. What's the What's the Lord of the Rings one? The One Ring to uh, rule them all. Uh, the, may the Force be with you. Uh, Devil wears Prada in the two spot. Have you guys seen this one? Another Anne Hathaway joint. So I have to be honest. This is the This is the movie that got me into fashion. Before this movie, I wore t shirts, jeans. Flip flops. Yeah, I was sloppy. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, "Man, all the things in there were great. Mm-hmm. The men were dressed, you know, impeccable. The women were dressed absolutely beautiful." And I was like, "I think I need to make a change with the way that I look." And I started looking at fashion. I like that. And that so I bought my first sports coat in I think it'd be two thousand in um, in seven. So I saw the movie. And a few months later, I bought a sports coat, and then I start, started slowly like, putting pieces together. I know it's like an off topic, but I love this movie. Yeah, yeah it did. Um, there was like this movie, and then uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Ten Ways to, to Lose a Guy. Okay. I used to watch, this is like, it makes me sound like a loser. I used to watch these both all the time and fall asleep to watching them. Love okay. it. And this was it. Hell yeah. yeah. This a, movie was great. It's got a great script. It's got amazing characters. Uh, if, if, if people are just turned off on it because it's, you know, like got strong female leads or it's a fashion focus, you're, you're doing yourselves a disservice. You know, 100%. It's, it's no, great it's, stuff. It's, it's a great movie. Yeah. And I'm a real Anne stan. Are you? Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, of course. Um, that was fucking great. Right? Uh, that was great. Please tell me the name of the queen to the left there. Meryl Streep. Meryl, Meryl Streep, of course. The legend Meryl Streep. Uh, cannot cannot say anything negative about Can we her. not say how stunning she is in this movie? Oh, yeah. Meryl, Meryl Streep? Streep? Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Beautiful. Yeah. That, Dude. yeah there's, there, she can there. also That haircut is, works. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's beautiful. Man. And then uh, in the top spot, I've never seen it, but I hear Avatar's pretty good. You've never Number seen one? Avatar? I've never seen them. Yep, never seen it. I need to, though, because the hey. second one's about to come out, hey. and three and four, right hey. around the corner. The second one's about to hit streaming. Have you seen Dances already. with Wolves? I have. Then you've seen it. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. <laughs> I mean, I I really like Hilton a lot. I tell him all the time, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I, there's, I'm, I'm not angry at you. For not seeing I'm movies. just disappointed. Yeah. All right, like, well, it is the greatest. 
in my opinion, it's one of the greatest movies of the 2000s. Well, so now now you you know one of my biggest um, shames is that I, I miss a lot of important movies. So, But now you've already told me That's that... That's kind of our shtick here. That That is part of it, for sure. Like, you told me I should see Shrek. You told me that I should see Avatar. If I only see one before the end of the year, which one should I see? Avatar. Avatar? Yeah. Done. All right. That's my it's promise to you. It's kind of you. a longer movie, but you'll like it. That's my promise to you is I will watch Avatar and don't, before don't Just don't read up about it first. Like, just watch it. I mean, eat, uh, eat I like know a grandma a lot about mushrooms it. first. Yeah, you know, yeah. all this stuff about they turn in this whole, like, thing. It's yeah. it's such a... I, okay. I wish I could plug into a computer and, and be one of those little damn things right now. I, w- right. I will say, okay. if, you, if you have it, eat a gram of mushrooms, watch it on the biggest screen you have, because visually it's great. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, I know I'm going to love it visually. Mm-hmm. 100%. Cool. Should we pick and plug it? Let's do it. Picks and plugs where we give our recommendations and talk about some upcoming projects. And, of course, I have got to talk about an exciting week for me coming up at the Looney Bin Comedy Club. Starting January 17th, I am thrilled uh, to be opening, uh, to first off, to getting a, uh, a, a feature-length set at the Looney Bin on that Wednesday the 17th. Super psyched about that, so I hope you guys will come out and join me. But if you can't come out Wednesday, I hope you will come out one day that week because I'm opening up for the one and only Irene 2 and super excited the about sequel? that. Uh, no, no, just the I one. Know, just the Kidding. one, just the one. Uh, very funny uh, comedian. Uh, so thrilled to be working with them, and I hope you guys will come out and join us. And of course, LooneyBinComedy.com is where you want to go to get your tickets uh, to that and all the other great shows. And I got to give a shout out uh, to the Looney Bin uh, Mason, uh, doing a, a hell of a job giving comics the chance to move up. We've seen Shauna Blake, we've seen Ethan Sandoval, we've seen Adam Bush all move to the feature spot. I see you've got um, uh, Julie. Um, Oh, oh, uh, friend Drake. of the show, Julie Drake, yeah. uh, is going to be um, uh, getting a feature or a headlining set. Yeah, there. headlining set. Yeah, she's yep. getting a headlining set uh, real soon. So love to see that. Love Julie, uh, and that's just great for the local scene. So thank you for that. I'm super excited about a, a chance to do a longer set there myself. So yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for it too. I'm excited to watch it. So so listeners, I hope you'll come out and join us for that. And of course, if do you need it. a pick, uh, I've been reading uh, the new DC comic series Outsiders. I think I talked about it a little bit a week or two ago. How it's a uh, kind of an offshoot of the old series Planetary. And I, I just read issue number two today, and it's still keeping that fun uh, sense of adventure and a sense of the unknown, and I'm really enjoying it. So if you're looking for a new comic to read, it's still early in the run. Check out Outsiders from DC Comics. Uh, Mason, uh, what can we plug? Just uh, the Looney Bin, obviously, all the big changes happening there. So, yeah, we could definitely plug the Looney Bin. I mean, we are having some major changes. Our, our lineup is is completely different than you've ever seen. You've got comics who have never even been to, to, to Oklahoma or to Tulsa coming through, and yeah. they're all very funny. Um, and there goes a lot into how I choose them and, and when I reach out to them. And, you know, uh, it is just exciting to see who we have coming up and— just all the all the laughs. So it's 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 a good time. It's turning into a party. You know, we have. Um, I saw you have uh, Zach Holmes coming for New Year's Eve. Yeah, Zach Holmes for from New Year's J- Eve from the new uh, Jackass. Jackass yeah. forever, which is great. And then, uh, yeah, and they'll be there that week too. They'll, you know, the week the week of, and then New Year's Eve will be a good time, and um, it'll be fun. Here's the cool thing though that I think is great, uh, and I don't know if the other club knows this, but a lot of their comics that go over there and perform come by and say hi to me. Excellent. So that's kind of cool, and I like it, even if I don't know them. So that's dope. I love that part. So that, what that says to me is not only are we seeing a lot of fun, new, exciting talent at the Looney Bin now, but stay tuned because there's even more coming down the pipe. There's definitely more coming down the pipe for sure. Love that. And, and any picks yeah. you want to share with listeners today? So there's this movie I just watched. I had to pull it up my phone. 
It's creepy. Okay. And it's All creepy right. because of the way the movie is. It is Leave the World Behind. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's That's talking my pick. about it. That's my pick, too. It's absolutely insane. Nice. It is like this whole world destruction thing. And I'm like, I didn't know anything behind the movie or who helped direct it. And so I had nothing. I just know I got done. I looked at my wife. I was like, holy shit. Listen, how it's fucking a warning. How fucking wild was it that like. I don't know, less than a week after that movie came out, the Tesla recall happened. Buddy, dude, no, I mean I have it. It's I'm creeped. I'm creeped out. And then they were like this. My wife, we get to watch it and she goes, That was the weirdest movie I've ever seen. I said, Absolutely. And she goes, Do you know who helped like write that and all that? And I was like, Who? She said the Obamas. Oh wow. <laughs> no, they didn't. The the fuck they didn't. They Pull have a up. production company. They Whatever. didn't write it. No, he whatever it is, like he had his hand. I was like, any president oh, okay. that's like the world is ending. It, it just yeah. drew, it just drove me crazy. That's all. That's why I'm not saying they have anything, but I it, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But for like 35 minutes, I was like, <laughs> I'm a conspiracy. So, theorist. I, I was like, it's all real. <laughs> I mean, some of that shit could very very easily happen when everything computerized. I mean, look, that's so- why Tesla shit's getting recalled because the autopilot shit is not worked out. Yeah, it's so crazy. I started searching for that Alex guy that got kicked off the internet years ago. I can't think of his last name. That's how crazy it was. You don't oh, need to wow. listen to that guy. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, that's he thinks a, there's stuff in the water there. Turn in the freaking frogs, gay dude. Wow. I, I'm just saying. For 35 minutes, I was wow. like, something's happening. <laughs> something's happening. Oh man! All right, sounds like I got to check it out. Yeah, and it's good. It's good. Um, hell of a cast: Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Ethan Hawke, mm-hmm. killer. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Six, the six wife, degrees of Kevin Bacon. Wife of Kira Sedgwick, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's the best. Mr. Kira Sedgwick. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I do have a uh, a music pick we were listening earlier. Uh, uh, I've picked it once before, but the uh, the new self-titled-ish uh, record from Killer Mike, it's called Michael. Okay. Came out this year. It's an okay name. Uh, it's so good. Uh, if you like hip-hop, if you like Atlanta-style hip-hop, um, if you like socially uh, woke, I guess would be the word that people would force on it. But yeah. good stuff. I know you like it, fucker. Yeah. Uh, I like and that then, I can't sing along with it. And then while we're at it. Lot. Is this giving you anything? No memories? I should learn to play the horn. Horn line, man. Oh, yeah. Horn section is always going to get me. Right? This song's good. I've never heard it, but I like it. Yeah, that's a great Christmas song. That's how you do a Christmas song. And also, everyone that says the Mariah Carey Christmas song is bad is dumb. <laughs> it's it might you might have heard it too many times and you're song. and you're annoyed with it, but it's a good song. Yeah, I'll take that over Little Drummer Boy all day, every day. My my mom um literally like terrorizes us with that song. <laughs> like a, like I have a text chain of me, my siblings, and my mom, and she sends it. In like really weird ways. That's actually really funny. She thinks it's funny. I'm like, stop sending. It, that it. is funny. I'm, <laughs> on my end, that's pretty funny. Like, I think it's, it's sort a, of like you know how uh, every time Paul Rudd would go on Conan, he would play the Mac and Me trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's doing that to you, yeah, <laughs> and I kind of yeah. love that. <laughs> Your mom's got a good sense of humor, and that's fun shit. Um, all right, awesome. Uh, we've picked it. We've plugged it. I didn't really. Uh, OLAministries.com. Listen to all your favorite stuff here. So many shows. Um, and uh, if you need voiceover, graphic work, um, 
product advertising, uh, creative direction, any of that type of stuff, hit me up at zampinoproductions at gmail.com or my Facebook at Zampino Productions and let me do cool shit for you. I've got a lot of samples of my work on my Facebook now. Going to be putting more up soon. And other than that, Mason, thank you for coming and doing the show. Hey, thank you very much. And if anyone wants to hear his voice, he did do the voiceover for our intro at the Looney Bin Comedy Club. Boom! Hire this guy to do your voiceover. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I will do it in 13 takes or less. You know what? (laughs) Do it in 10. Take it from me. I love you. (laughs) 